Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. All right, guys, welcome to another Mortgage Man episode podcast episode chris is going to bring all the energy today he tells me so um chris welcome. i just felt like our last one was a little flat you know you're just getting too comfortable sitting in your deck chair and you know me sitting here in the, the lovely auckland weather we're having at the moment i need to kind of pick it up just for myself even you're yeah? probably just like so. you're probably just a little bit sad that i'm in bali and you're not <laughs> i i am i am you know slowly here right. about you <laughs> More energy, more energy. Okay, what are we talking about? I'm We're joking. talking about, we are talking about um, the temptation, I suppose, of moving to a different region so that you can afford to buy a first home or to buy a property anywhere. Um, and I guess the pros and cons and things to be aware of when doing that, because let's be honest, sometimes people just want to buy a house and they don't mind driving to work for two hours. Um, <laughs> I would not be one of those people, but sometimes that's what people are willing to do to, you know, get their first home. Um, and we're here to tell you that that doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, there are things that the banks would want to make sure that you can do. For example, Chris, what are some of those things? Ah, uh, so the first things is the, you have, you run into problems with your KiwiSaver, your deposit. So if you're living too far away from your current job, unless you're planning to move to the new region, um, that can create issues with getting your KiwiSaver out. Sometimes they can say, no, we're not going to give you any deposit and then, oh, sorry, KiwiSaver, and then there goes your deposit. Um, likewise, they're going to add extra costs in for petrol and travel. Um, and there's a few other things that they'll kind of just, they just look at you a bit funny as well. You know, they're going to nitpick from the point of view of, this guy's taking the mickey here, you know? Yeah. They're going to live and drive two hours. Let's dig into this a bit more than we normally would. Yeah. So do they have a rule? Like, a, I guess, a, a, I mean, I know they have a rule, so I'm going to get, get you to say it. But did they have a rule of like how close your house has to be to your work, place of work? They, they do have rules, as you've kind of already alluded to. And again, they're all kind of, uh, all the banks are slightly different and some of them are more flexible than others. But typically they say, I don't want you driving more than an hour. If it's within an hour, um, they'll kind of let it slide. But anything more than an hour is um, kind of questioned. Now, us here in Auckland will immediately say, I can live... <laughs> I can, it can take me an hour and a half to drive from my home to work quite comfortably in our Auckland traffic. So um, it's, it's a little bit silly in some regards, but you know, it's, there's a, they've got to put the line in the sand somewhere. So yeah. And that's usually when there's no traffic, right? Yeah. Yep. Typically okay. they just jump on Google maps and go, how far away is this? And depending on when they're assessing it, we'll tell them which time of which time it is. So, yeah, mm. okay. typically so an hour away. 
Yeah, and I guess that does become a problem if, for example, you want to buy a house, I guess you work in Tauranga and maybe you have to buy a house somewhere in a region that's kind of close to an hour away. People would make that drive. I know people that would make that drive, but um, unfortunately, the bank is going to be like, you kind of have to live a bit closer. Um, so, My dad drove else? an hour and 45 minutes to work from our house in West Auckland to his job yeah. at Aruba. For five years, every day. Do that. I couldn't do that. I get yeah. Even tw- twenty minutes is my new commute, and that sucks. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what is the other options then? I mean, obviously they can still buy a house in an area that is more affordable and uh, live in a different city. But then, like you said, they can't use the KiwiSaver, right? So technically, they're not actually buying a home; they're buying an investment property. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, there's a couple of things in, in this as well is that I'll, I'll jump on before you kind of go to that point is there's actually a lot of, we're starting to see a lot more flexibility with companies offering you to work from home for like three or four days a week and you come to the office for the fifth day and you stay with family for the weekend kind of thing. Um, so there's starting to be scenarios where, where it is actually possible to do this. Um, and, but it's, it's not just as straightforward as saying, um, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to stay somewhere in Auckland. I'm going to, you know, get a hotel for a room and um, live in Ikatahuna. <laughs> um, you still got to have a good solid story, but it's starting to be a lot more accept- acceptable. So, you know, like we do bag that it's, it's not really a thing, but, you know, getting a new job or relocating to a different office often is, is actually quite a um, viable option for people um, or starting to be a viable option for people. You know, the, the nomad works life mm. balance we've got mm. going on with COVID. Um, it's starting to be a lot, you know, as long as you've got letters from your boss saying it's all good, um, yeah. you can start to do some of these things. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, let's say in that situation, you can work from home, so that kind of is okay. What about the people that are willing to, like, actually move cities just so they can afford to buy their own home? Can they buy a home before they've moved cities or before they've got jobs? Do they have to be in a new job for a certain amount of time? Or can they just be like, I'm a teacher, we're in high demand. Um, I'm going to move to Wellington or I'm going to move to Tauranga or wherever and I'm going to get a job real easily. Is that that good enough for the bank? Or do they want to see that you've got a contract and that you've been in that role for three months, six months before they're going to give you a mortgage? Yeah. Um, Hey, teachers are a really good example of where they will be more flexible on that um, because, and, and timing of the year as well. So if you are saying, I'm going to move to Telpo in January because that's when the school year starts, they'll often be a lot more flexible on it. If you're a cafe worker, a coffee maker uh, as your occupation, and you say, I'm going to go get a job somewhere, or you've got a very highly specific role, um, typically you have to move rent get a job, then get the mortgage. But, um, you know, jobs like uh, nurses or police or, you know, what typically is, well, is historically a very stable and in-demand job, they're a lot more flexible around that. So you can get the pre-approval or the approval pending, um, you know, you can stay in your current job 
until you move. But um, you know, so job dependent, but it's possible to do to get to move before you get a new job. Yeah. Okay. But it does yeah, depend on your industry. Like I know we did one for someone that's a police officer and a nurse. So like those high demand kind of industries are easier. Um, if they're not high demand though, you pretty much do need to have a job uh, before you yeah. buy a house there, right? We, we, had, I, we had one who was a kiwi fruit picker moving to Hamilton. Um, there's not many kiwi fruit orchards in Hamilton, so they had to get a new job before they'd give them any money, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Which, which makes, yeah, which makes sense, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and to kind, of, to kind of touch on, I think I guess you, you almost said it, but didn't quite, my mind went there, is um, I would be very careful just going and buying a place in the regions just for the sake of it. Um, just because you're desperately wanting a house um, and it's cheaper down there. So therefore, screw it, let's just go get a place. Because um, once you actually own a house, um, it's, it's not exactly cheap. Like there's a lot of costs that come with owning a house in terms of maintenance, rates, power, water. A lot of these things that you may not be used to when you're renting. And if you go buy in a place like Invercargill or Gore, um, you actually see very little, especially probably a bad example, but um, you know, you go to a city where it's had very, very little growth in the house prices and sometimes they've even gone backwards. If you're moving there just to buy a house because you really just want to get one, it can actually end up leaving you in the exactly same position as you are if your goal is to move back to Auckland Auckland will go up in price and your yours will stay flat and you actually end up further behind than you started off with. <laughs> mm. So be careful of what your reason for moving to the regions are because yeah, you can go buy a house, but it's, um, I hate to break it to you. It's not actually all it's cracked up to be. Sometimes they bloody cost a fortune. <laughs> yeah. And I Especially think that if does, they're old. Yeah. <laughs> I think that does come down to, why you're moving to the regions if you grew up in one of those regions or a job is taking you to that region then that's completely different to i'm going to live in this uh smaller town for a while and then plan on getting back into the auckland market is very different like sometimes people don't care if the house price goes up or down they just want a home which is a very different scenario than i'm going to live in this smaller town uh, maybe renovate this house hope that the capital gains increase sell it and then go back into the auckland market that's yeah, that's a strategy that you, yeah, some people will do and some people won't, but you need to be very clear on why you're doing it. And I think that is also a good point that you reminded me of is having a, um, having a time to maybe like rent in that, that region for three months while you're getting that new job and, you know, making sure you satisfy the bank's conditions of having that job for three months or whatever does give you a taste of living in that, that area and then you'll decide whether or not you actually want to buy a home there. Um, yeah. Maybe you, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't like it. It's kind of like when you go to, to London, everyone's like, oh, London's great when you're traveling there, but living in London is very different to traveling to London. Totally. I've actually got two, two good friends of mine who have two very different stories. One moved to Ashburton, of all places. Um, and he bought a house down there and he's been desperately trying to get back to Auckland <laughs> and he's basically town hopped his way 
back up the North Island for the last few years, moving closer and closer to Auckland again. Um, but his house in Ashburton, I think, made him a grand total of 20 or 30 grand over the four years he owned it um, and is still not able to afford in Auckland, unfortunately. He's getting closer, now lives in mm. by the beach, so he's doing well for himself regardless. But it wasn't quite the the let's go get a cheap house and all of our problems will be solved that it was cracked up to be at the start. And then I've got a, a different friend who moved to, you know, a Northland town and he has absolutely loved it. And he's never coming back to Auckland ever again, even though that was the original plan. And he's just thrived in small towns, um, Northland lifestyle and has loved it. Um, sold his Auckland property to go buy a place up there. And, and, you know, it's a bit of a, a complete reversal so be very you know it's possible to go both ways and and but definitely try it don't just rush into it just because you want a house you know that's mm. a key key thing i'd be saying you know the price on the sticker is often there for a reason it's not just there for um it's not cheap just because <laughs> yeah different quality of life as well like i think you'll figure out pretty quickly that you're going to have less of a social life potentially um but you know if you're starting a family and maybe you don't want that or you've got your parents down there or maybe you just like the small towns and that's all good and i think for you listening it's very you know you know yourself better than anyone else and what you want is your own thing we're here just to kind of make sure you know that you can't just be like i'm gonna go buy a house in tarana but i'm gonna work in auckland because it's not probably going to work so um yeah any other kind of things that people need to be aware of I think just bringing it a little bit closer to home and, and that who you're buying with. Um, mm. If you are planning on moving to the regions and driving for an hour and a half a day, think about uh, your wife and kids or your husband and kids who may not be driving because that's going to put a massive strain on your relationship. And is that actually worth it? Um, and two, is your partner on board with moving to the WAPs? You know, mm. like... Um, you know, the wife may love going for motocross uh, trips on the weekend, but the husband's very much a IT geek and he doesn't get very good Wi-Fi, so he's going to hate it the whole time, you know? <laughs> like, just changing up the stereotypes there. Um, yeah. But be very aware of what um, your whole family's on board with this rather than just going gung-ho, hey, this is a great idea. This is going to get us back into the Auckland market. We're going to leapfrog from here to there to there. Um, at what cost is something I'd always ask. And just make sure you're aware of it, you know? Yeah. It's and important again, to it's have these conversations. Yeah. And that's a, man, you could be a relationship counselor. Get that out of the way first. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's <laughs> uh, a very different, very different mindset to, hey, I'm going to buy an investment property down in Tauranga or in a small region and try and get back into Auckland once I sell it. And that's going to take probably more research and more skill to know what kind of property to buy in what region and kind of hope that it has the capital gains that match or um, exceed Auckland's so that you can kind of actually get back into the Auckland market. Yeah. I mean, hey, just to finish it off, I know, as we're saying this, um, one of Anthony's clients I remember seeing just recently, he actually moved and bought a house in Taranaki um, and has now workforced him to Christchurch. But he managed to sell his place in Taranaki and Christchurch 
um, sorry, Sellers Place in Taranaki make a really good gain on the property. And he's now gone and got a beautiful home in Christchurch. So it has moving to the the regions for him worked out outstandingly. He, he kind of just leapfrogged his way up. And that's largely to do with the fact that Taranaki has had a really good increase in value, just like the rest of the country. And, it, and he picked the right place by accident. But, um, mm. you know, you can do it on purpose as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's finish it there. And obviously, this podcast, we have used a few different terminologies and words that you may not know so that's why the next podcast we're going to talk about property and mortgage jargon so go listen to that after this one because it's going to help you understand all these fancy words that we use without even realizing that people don't know what the heck they mean um so yeah that's the next episode tune into that um hopefully we can even bring more energy to that one maybe um Thanks for your time, mate. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My pleasure, buddy. See you soon. Bye.